This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Now, if you're super into Scottish baking TikToks, then you might recognize this voice. I'm the Hebridean baker. Here's my recipe for oat cake men. Sticky toffee pudding. I'm baking a beetroot and chocolate cake. A carrot and That is Kanye McLeod, or the Hebridean baker. He's taken TikTok by storm with his cooking and baking videos showcasing his take on traditional Scottish treats. His calm and soothing voiceovers gained popularity, and the Scottish baker is now out with his own cookbook of all of those favorite recipes. He's touring the U.S. now to promote the book, and he'll be in Chicago this Sunday. Kanye, welcome to Reset. Falcha, Sasha. Um, so great to speak to you. So how's the tour going? Oh my goodness, it's just been wonderful. Wonderful and a wee bit exhausting. We're, we're on a plane <laughs> every single day, but it started in New York um, and we've got uh, 11 cities in 12 days. But the warmth and welcome and Honestly, the hugs, everything have just been uh, absolutely fantastic. It's, oh, that's It's really great. been a lot of pinch me moments. What a wonderful couple of weeks. Well, for you, any surprises so far visiting the U.S.? Like, was it what you expected? I just maybe didn't anticipate just the the positivity and just the amount of people that would come out to to the book tour, and also, I mean, America is a big country. Yes, <laughs> but folk are. Uh, they're like, oh, don't worry. Uh, it was only a seven-hour drive to come and visit you. And I was like, seven-hour <laughs> drive? Uh, so, and people have flown from Canada to some of my book signings. So really, it's just the just wonderful that so many people have come out oh, to see us. Oh, that's wonderful. Did you think that you would be here when you, you first started posting TikToks two years ago? Not at all. This whole experience has just been just been absolutely wonderful. I mean, I've always been a passionate baker, um, but for it to resonate across the world is something I never expected. Well, people love how soothing your voice is in your videos. <laughs> uh, let's listen. You know when you're on that Zoom work call and you start to daydream about new baking gadgets? Well, that's how the story begins. Cream your butter and sugar then add your flour. You know, I was uh, I was absolutely drooling looking at your new cookbook. You've got recipes oh. from orange and clementine marmalade to chocolate ginger snaps with lemon curd. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, that's my favorite too. Yeah, how did you, how did you pick which recipes would go into the book? Um, well, it was a wonderful process, actually. Just imagine, it's such a dream to sit down and choose recipes for your own cookbook. But one of the big things for me, which is very important, is either traditional Scottish recipes uh, or classic recipes with a wee Scottish twist. So lots of Scottish flavors uh, and you probably saw lots of Hebridean and Scottish stories. And I think that's my favorite yeah. part as well. Well. Clarify for us, for those who might not know, what are some traditional Scottish dishes? So we, what's interesting is, uh, for, for, the, for your listeners who don't know, the Outer Hebrides are the farthest north of the northwest of the islands, nearly in between Scotland and Iceland. And even though we are part of Scotland, we we what are we a wee bit different. We have our own uh, identity and culture culture and, and language as well. We speak Gaelic, uh, whereas the mainland mostly speak English. So I, I do take influences from 
from Scotland, of course, be it the, the shortbread, and I've got my favourite vegetarian haggis <laughs> recipe mm. in the book. Um, but I think it's a lot to do with the flavours as well, be it um, the marmalade, the brambles, the whiskey, of course, that comes in a lot in my book. Um, so, so lots of things that I think people will really enjoy, particularly ones that maybe have some heritage or you know yes. family from Scotland. I think they'll really enjoy it. Yeah, well, let's talk about your, your recipe for, for whiskey tiramisu. <laughs> blending you know italian and scottish foods what was the inspiration behind that um well i i tiramisu is my absolute favorite if i'm at a restaurant and i see that on a menu i don't know how anybody could not choose tiramisu <laughs> when they're out uh, at a restaurant um but the warmth of a Hebridean whiskey really brings something different to to the recipe. Um, and even though maybe your Italian listeners might not be so happy that I've, cho- <laughs> that I've chosen whiskey, um, I really think it brings something just a wee bit different to to the dessert. I think you'll love it. Yeah. And um, you share family recipes like your Aunt Belag's stuff. Yes. And- there's a photo of her in the cookbook that is Isn't just she amazing? precious. Tell us about this. Well, uh, my Aunt Bella, she's 93, oh. and uh, she still bakes every day. Her husband is 94, and he still goes out in his fishing boat every day. Oh, my goodness. I think if there's one thing, maybe Hebridean bakes keep you keep longevity in your life, <laughs> because they're both doing pretty well out of it. Um, but there is one... If there's any recipe in particular I'd love uh, every to bake, it is my Aunt Bellac stuff. On the mainland of Scotland, they call it Clouty Dumpling. And it's a simple uh, fruit cake, but it's very special for us. And she even gave me her secret ingredient, uh, which took Ooh. me a long time to persuade <laughs> persuade her to give it to me. And it really just adds that wee bit extra special. Can so you tell us great. what it is? It's just a tablespoon of marmalade but it just gives that wee bit of kind of citrusy taste to the fruit cake it's it just adds something and i absolutely love it and she's my hero she taught me to bake and um you know as i said if if i'm doing that well at 53 never mind 93 i'll be i'll be happy yes this (laughs) is reset i'm talking with kanye mcleod or the Heberdeen Baker. His baking TikToks have gotten millions of views, and he'll be in Chicago this Sunday promoting his new cookbook. Uh, so there are recipes in the new book, but you also include some personal tales. I saw one about how your father gave Queen Elizabeth and Princess Margaret of England lobsters. How did that happen? <laughs> well, it, that, that's a story and a half for sure. And my father was a fisherman his whole life. Uh, actually, I had a very traditional upbringing. My father was a fisherman. My mother was a weaver of Harris Tweed. Um, and uh, yeah, not to spoil the whole story, but simply my father was rowing home from uh, being out of the lobsters one day mm-hmm. and literally smashed into the Royal Yacht Britannia. <laughs> they had broken down on their way to Balmoral um, on the, for their Scottish holiday. And the Queen and Princess Margaret were hanging over the side of the boat and started chatting to my father. And, um, yeah, they said, um, he said to them, you know, would you like some lobsters and crabs for your, for your dinner? And according to my father, who did 
tell a tall tale. Uh, Princess Margaret grabbed the rope and lifted up the <laughs> lifted up the <laughs> cradle, um, and we got a beautiful letter from the Queen two weeks later, just saying thank you. Uh, for the best meal she had on her trip to Balmoral. So wow. um, that was pretty special. But it's a fun story. Uh, definitely worth reading in the book. <laughs> and uh, you've got a chapter dedicated to Scottish myths and legends. Can you tell ah, us one? Yes. Well, you know, um, probably most famously, Sasha Ann, of course, many people will know Loch Ness, and the Ness yes. and the Loch Ness Monster. But every part of Scotland has their own... I think it's to to scare kids to not get close to things. You know, it's usually water or a hill or something. And and on the island, probably our most well-known monster is the Echushka. And the Echushka will transform into a physical being that, that you will trust. Um, and unfortunately, they're not that friendly they'll often drag you into the water they often live in lakes and waters and they will entice you with their you know either a handsome man or an old lady you know whatever you will trust but sadly at the last minute they'll capture you and take you away so Uh. if if you're if your listeners are ever in the hebrides um just be careful if you meet a a very friendly person down, down by the waterside don't don't fully trust them. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it important for you to share these stories that you grew up with with the rest of the world? Well, um, I think, firstly, even in the UK, the Hebrides are seem very remote and people maybe don't know so much about them. And I think um, it's with the pandemic, um, and and the fact that international travel wasn't available. A lot of people saw the Hebrides as maybe quite different and exotic. And I was delighted that a lot of people learned about the islands and our language and culture through through my videos and, and now through the book. But I'm so proud of, of where I'm from. It's so special. Um, you know, as I said, just the, the landscapes, our history, because we were part of Norway for 400 years. Uh, so we have a very big Viking influence as well. Mm-hmm. And for, for those of your listeners who love Outlander, uh, that right at the start uh, when uh, the actress puts her hand on the standing stone at Kreitadu, uh, that is actually... Um, a reenactment from our standing stones in the Hebrides. Yeah. Um, I've I've pressed them. I've never found a handsome man appear beside me when <laughs> I've done it, but she did. Um, but it's uh, it's a very very special island, and uh, it's wonderful doing the book tour. How many people have planned trips to the Hebrides just because of the book? That just makes me feel fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, w- would you have done anything? differently when you started this baking journey? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so, because I'll tell you why. Really, all we have done um, is myself, my partner, Peter, and our wee dog, uh, Shoris. Um, all we've shown is what we love doing. You know, we love baking. Peter loves eating. Uh, and <laughs> loves going for walks in the mountains or out in the canoe uh, and, and talking about the Gaelic language. And so we've really just done what we're absolutely passionate about. And I'm so pleased we've found so many folk around the world that have, that have enjoyed it too. Well, what advice would you give to any novice bakers who are getting your book? 
Well, um, I, I, many folk have asked about the measurements um, because that is maybe the biggest difference between baking in Scotland and America is how you measure the ingredients. Right. So one big tip is to buy, uh, I think they're only about $10, but it'll be the best $10 you've ever spent, is digital measuring scales. I'm on a bit of a, a campaign across America to persuade people to stop using cups as a measurement <laughs> and start using a digital measure. So the best $10 you'll spend will be on that. But just simply as well to enjoy the bakes. There's a beautiful Gaelic saying called, um, it says, Berry blas erluas, and in English it would mean there's a time for everything. And my book is just about slowing down, trying some recipes, dreaming, dreaming of Scotland, and just enjoying yourself. And I hope uh, the listeners and hopefully the readers of the book will will do that. Kanyak McLeod is a Scottish baker. He'll be in Chicago this Sunday promoting his new cookbook, The Hebridean Baker, Recipes and Wee Stories from the Scottish Islands. Kanye, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.